Welcome to the No Spin Dash Zone. I'm your host, Steven, and today I'm joined by Isaiah. Hello! And Charlie. Ah. We played Sonic Drift and Sonic Drift 2. They didn't come out directly one after another. They actually, I, I believe they came out exactly a year apart. It's like March 1994 to March 1995. The point is, they both suck, and we're going to talk about both in the same episode. Let's oh, begin! Man. This is, this is <laughs> going to be an interesting episode Alright, so, I, I like, I'm going to, I'm I'm really going to dive head first in this pile of meat, okay? Go for pile it. of meat? So... You know how, like, Super Mario Kart had, like, Mode 7, and you, like, drove, and oh, you could, boy. like, see everything? <laughs> the return of Mode 7. Sonic oh, Drift is like baby. that, but it's 8-bit. There's no Mode 7, and it's, you know, I kind of wish I played Mock Rider by now, because maybe I'd probably have a better perspective on, like, 8-bit racing games like this, because it's, like, it's a weird game to control. Yeah, it, <laughs> it feels yeah. real bad. It feels real it's, bad. It's a, little, Granted, it's a little silly. The second one is a bit of an improvement. Well, I've got a question for you, Charlie. Okay. Did you try holding down the B button while accelerating? Like holding A and B together? Yeah. Yeah. That's the drift so, button. That's the that's yeah. how you drift in Sonic Drift. I didn't, so can... I didn't do that until I started playing game two. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can't do it in game one. You can. can. I tried it just you at can. the beginning of... Yeah, that was what I needed to try before the episode started. Alright. I, I actually had tried it, and I, I guess I must have missed the it's, B button. It feels different it in uh, the first game, but there are turns. Yeah. There are hairpin turns where if you're just holding right and not accelerating, you still cannot make the turn without drifting. So. It feels like yeah, there's no that... physics. Everything just kind of happens. Vaguely remember landmarks in this game. Yeah, well, and also, like, it'll frequently, you'll be, it'll look like you're pointed in a direction, and that direction isn't an obstacle, but then when a turn comes up, that obstacle will, you'll just be pushed into the obstacle. Like, yeah. the way taking turns works in this game isn't that, you know, in a 3D game where you're going straight and then you adjust for it. It's effectively when there's a right turn, the camera just pans to the right, and you have to try and, like, move against it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's more like, uh... It's, it's like a conveyor like a, belt. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it's like one of those, like, rail, rails games where when you're moving forward, you can, like, uh, sort of drift to the left or right, but you can't change the actual direction that you're moving. Would you say it's like Rails uh, Sky Patrol? Rails? That's a, that's a good bit, but no. Um, it's like, <laughs> I guess Sorry. it's like Sonic and the Secret Rings, right? Uh, where you're just, you're moving in one direction, and then you can tilt to the left or the right. You can strafe, that's the word. You can strafe yeah. in one direction or the other. And where that gets wonky is when actual turns come up, you just have to, like, be on the side of the road that you're turning into, while the game tries to push you into the side of the road that you're turning away from. Yeah, but if you hit the drift button, it's not really drifting, it's basically just, like, asking for control from the game. Uh, because then you can just actually move quickly from left to right to get out of the way of things or to try and hit the power-ups, which you will need the power-ups to win because the enemies are broken. The enemies are absolutely broken. Um, there's, there's a very, there's a very weird thing in Drift 1 where, uh, all of the obstacles are, like, just outside of the road. And all of the interesting things are in the dead center of the road. 
So you yeah. like you always want to be as close to the center of the road as possible, and during turns, that's just not something you can do. And well, if you um, let up on the gas, it's a little more doable. That's true. Yeah, the slower you're going, the easier you can control the the turns, Here's which like ironically an... keeps you from slowing down as much. Here's another thing. You can't, like, drift for, like, more than, like, two seconds before you just slip out of control. Like, it's worse than, like, if you try drifting in Mario Kart 64, which yeah. I don't even think Super Mario Kart has, like, a, a drifting penalty. But if you, 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 it's so precise and so short that you wouldn't even expect it to just screw you up and it's... I, does it yeah, make you like lose you rings? Spin out uh, spinning out? Yeah. I think it no, just sends so. you. It just sends you into the wall, which like that'll likely make you lose rings if you're you know anywhere near an obstacle. Yeah. Rings are and a there's, lot. There's harder. a lot of obstacles as rings well. Rings are a lot harder to get in the first. They're much harder to get, and they're like a little. Can you do the boost thing in the first game where you hit up to boost? I yeah, you can. Is that thing that's just for Sonic, isn't it? Um. I know Actually, in the second game, well, in the second game they all have unique powers, but we'll get to that later. But, but I think in they this have game, unique yeah. powers in the first one, because Amy still has like, some kind of heart thing. Okay, I never played as anyone besides Sonic, because while I was playing... Well, okay, I did play as Tails for a little bit. But while I was playing as Tails, I noticed that Sonic was in the lead, always, and that Eggman was always <laughs> in second. So I was like, if I pick Sonic, am I just fighting easier AI? And I think I was. Yeah, I, I think, well, because it's it's clear to me that all of the characters have very slightly different stats, because yeah. uh, they have different acceleration. I've played, I played as Sonic, Eggman, and Tails. Uh, no love for Amy. Sorry, Amy. Uh, oh, that's okay. And, and I played as Amy. They all clearly had different levels of acceleration, because, like, while playing as Sonic, I would never go from being in first to being in last within the first few seconds. Uh, but when playing as Eggman, who apparently just had really slow acceleration, that was the norm, and I would, like, catch up later. I would get faster than them, but the acceleration was very slow. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I just, I always noticed that, like, Sonic was in first and Eggman was in second, and when I picked Sonic, Eggman was in first. Or, well, yeah, Eggman was in first if I wasn't, obviously. It's a rival system, yeah. an automatic it's, rival system, which is something yeah, that Super Mario Kart also has. It's very clear that, like... These characters each have like a very specific, like difficulty. Like Eggman, yeah. like Sonic and Eggman are clearly the hardest, and Amy, Amy has never gotten anything other than last. Like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> until if you're playing you get her, she does a little better. On. Yeah. Well, when you when you play later on, she gets third because oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. This game is hard. Not the like, not the least of which because it's very difficult to figure out how to play and control. So. Um, Controls aside, presentation on this game, I do like the character choice because it's basically just like the Sonic CD characters. Yeah. Which I believe at the time was like the the current game. <laughs> so that would have been 93. Uh, yeah, it came out in 94, but it came out in March 94. So Sonic the Hedgehog 3 had just come out before Sonic Drift came out, so it was probably in development at yeah. the same time. Uh, I do like the character choice. Yeah, it's, it's especially interesting because this is the first Sonic game uh, I'm pretty sure this is the first Sonic game where you actually can play as Eggman. Uh, yeah, that yeah. would that would be it. So that's neat that you get to be a bad guy. You also get to be Metal Sonic. Or well, that's next game. Yeah, in in Drift Two you can actually Drift Two. Maybe we should save this until uh, well, we well, actually we're getting, get to Drift Two. We're pretty much getting there. But basically, I just what I wanted to say about the presentation was that every level is the same. The art assets aren't that great. The only part that I really like... Oh, when I say that all the levels are the same, I mean between the different, like, 
Cup. GPs or whatever, yeah. the Cups. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they call them Emeralds. There's like green, yellow, and red Emerald. And they're, they each have the same levels. There's just different layouts. So you hear the same music and you see the same like art in the background. It's, and I yeah. think I think there's like some slightly different like cool stuff in the last cup that sets it apart from just the regular boring level designs, but I can't remember really well. I couldn't get myself through the through the second run. I just stopped. Yeah, it's not level, fun. Yeah, level design wise, all of the stages in uh, Sonic Drift are like very similar. Yeah, like, there's just nothing turns. that there's nothing there. Yeah, it's it really is just turns. Aside from like um, character selection, the only like notably interesting thing is that the invincibility theme is the invincibility theme from Sonic. Yeah. And then for Drift 2, it has the invincibility theme from Sonic 3. Yeah. Which I, which is interesting. I also like um, the music in general. The stages in this game are mostly based on stages from the original Sonic, I think. Yeah, they're literally, like, the same stage order. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's Green Hill, Marble, Spring Yard, Labyrinth, Starlight, and Scrap Brain. Yeah, but the music is different. It's, like, uh, completely different music, and I really like the music in the first Drift game. You have a keen eye for, like, these 8-bit games, because I couldn't give a shit about them. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow, this well, sounds really cool. I'm like, does it? Well, I, I was, are you guys playing in headphones? No. Uh, yeah. I'm, you gotta the, play I'm sorry, I'm the guy who's not using computer emulators. My friend Charlie uses the GameCube, and he's dumb for doing that. You know you can get, you know you can get, like, audio out. Well, never mind, don't I worry don't about it. I don't care. I like playing Wait, on. on my GameCube because I don't have to download crap I don't want to download. Were you, I just, I just, real quick, I know this is Oh yeah, for the record, saying, for the record, I played, I played Sonic Drift 1 on Sonic Adventure. DX, and then I played Drift 2 on Gems Collection. Just so we're That's clear. Sonic Adventure DX? Yeah, because you yeah, can play GameCube games on the original one. Don't you love it when you yeah. can, like, buy a GameCube game and play old games on it like Animal Crossing could? Oh my god, it's a freaking miracle, but now you gotta pay for subscription. Oh my god, I'm really sorry. I can't. Charlie, I can't. <laughs> you're so angry right now that I don't know what you're angry about. I'm not angry about, like, you guys being, or at least Steven giving me sass for playing something on a GameCube. I'm not giving you sass. I'm just letting you know that, like, the songs sound better when you put them in head. Well, I'm the sure song, they okay. do, but, like... I do, I I do want to push like... back against that, though, because this is a GameCube game, so statistically... Speaking, these songs were not made to be listened to in headphones. They were like, does made it have a headphone? Did the GameCube have a headphone jack? I'm looking that up right now. Yeah. Because uh, Isaiah is like making a bold claim, I but mean, if that thing has a headphone jack, then they were definitely meant to be listened <laughs> to. Here's the I'm thing, going though. down. Here's the thing, though. You could. Well, okay. You can play. If I wouldn't like listen to the soundtrack of a game if I wasn't already like entranced by it the first time I played it entranced well you know because so, like i played pokemon diamond or played pokemon yellow i'm like wow this soundtrack is pretty good but i played almost any other s pokemon game i'm like nah, i don't really care for this i never really listen to the soundtrack for it except for a few select songs so i would have to imagine these songs were written for the speaker quality of the device they play on which yeah uh might be headphones but it might also be the game gear and whatever the heck kind of speaker quality the game gear has Okay, so this is what I've realized kind of about Game Gear music versus, like, NES music. Yeah. There's, like, a lot more going on, and it gets a little disorienting, which is probably why I don't care for Game Gear music compared to NES music. Just just a it, thought. Yeah, it can get really busy. I feel you on that. The same is true for Genesis music. Yeah, well, I, I think, so, for... Oh, hold up. Somebody's knocking at my door. Uh, it's probably just the pizza person. Whatever. You got pizza um, and you didn't tell us? I mean, I'm not getting pizza. You got pizza and you didn't pizza. tell us? 
<laughs> Why are you holding back? Do you want Do you want some of my pizza? If you would buy me a pizza, that'd be nice. Uh, well, too bad it's it's mine, and also it's not mine; it's somebody else's. Charlie, I'm I think sorry, we, I, I think need to kick Isaiah off the podcast. Flooded. He's not he's not sharing his pizza with us. I got completely mind flooded. What was I saying? <laughs> Something about uh, Genesis music or Game Gear music. Wow. Oh yeah, the thing about the thing about like Nintendo's NES music, like Koji Kondo or whatever, is that like is that Mega Man? It's it's very like. Yeah, Mega Man, Koji Kondo, okay. the guy who... No, it's uh, Mario Bros. And, and other Nintendo whatever. Um, is is that, like, a lot of it is very, like... The notes that aren't the melody, like, contribute to the chords. You know? It's all... Every note is very purposeful, partially because it has to be, right? Uh, but with Game Gear music, a lot of it is... Okay, well, we have this note, that we're just going to use it to echo the other note. Because it, it doesn't matter. It's not important. Um... Well, well, that's think, just choosing, like, a reverb as opposed to a chord. Yeah, and I think a, a part of that is, like, uh, the reverb will get cut out when sound effects are played. So, uh, if you make it less important, then it doesn't matter when it's gone. Whereas, in, in Nintendo games, uh, the chord is gone, and so the song feels a lot emptier. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's not a perfect observation, but it's it's what I've noticed in comparing the two in why I like one more than the other. I mean, I don't notice the music cutting out as much in Game Gear games as I do in Genesis games, especially since they're just lighter on sound effects in general, usually. Yeah, that's definitely There's true. There's, like, a lot less going on. But I like this game's music, especially I really like Green Hill Zone, and I like the kind of menu themes that come before the game starts. I think that they're, like, exciting and they make you have fun before you started playing the game, because God knows you won't exciting have any is afterwards. Exciting true. Oh, God. There's, I don't know. A... I, so, I I really like actually the the music of both of the games. Like I feel like they're both pretty good at being exciting, like genuinely. I think Go there's ahead. a lot less like cool stuff in the second soundtrack. They're both pleasant enough, but I think that the first one features like a neat little kind of I don't know how to describe it, but there's a little bit of a mood that it has that not many Sonic games do that feels kind of like interesting. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I I kind of feel like. Neither of them are particularly memorable. Like nothing, nothing really stands out in retrospect. But they're they're both like serviceable. Like they do their job pretty well. I listened Which... to every song from both game, uh, from both games. And the second, the second game, I think its issue is that a lot of the music sounds like it's like not happy. Like a lot of the music just kind of sounds uh, dumpy and a little bit like like the person writing it wanted to make something that was uncomfortable. Whereas a lot of oh, music yeah. in the first game sounds like they wanted to make something that would make you feel like powerful. <laughs> and I think that Sonic yes, music in general, it's a pretty big difference. Sonic music in general, I think is designed more like just dance music where it's supposed to be like interesting to hear. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I don't, I don't necessarily mean like EDM because I talk about that a lot, but I mean kind of like some of it is like swingy and some of it is jazzy. Uh, and some of it yeah. is like drum and bassy. <laughs> I just can't stand it. It's a little, <laughs> it's too big for the system that it's on because it, Probably could be better if, like, it wasn't 8 bit. Yeah, if they had, like, but three more audio channels. I, I think yeah. we should start shifting focus on the sequel game now, right? Yeah, Sonic Drift 2. Where we get. I think. What? With the. What? what? No. Go, go, say something! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think with the potential exception of music, Sonic Drift 2 is an improvement in every way. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's a really. Like, it's game. such a. So much of a better game that I went back and played Sonic Drift 1 and somehow liked it more the second time around <laughs> as a result of having played Sonic Drift 2. 
I have no idea how that happened. It's like, but it did. It's like when you play like a new Street Fighter, and then you're like, oh, this is really fun. I wonder if the old game was anything like this. And you play it, and you're like, it's not, but I remember the fun. Yeah. So, first of all, there's a lot more characters in Drift 2. Three more, in there's, fact. Uh, there is every character that's been playable in a Sonic game. Like, yeah, all three of them. Yeah, plus so every character that hasn't been playable in a Sonic game. Yeah, so there's uh, Sonic Tails, Knuckles, uh, Amy, Eggman, and now this time we have uh, Metal Sonic and Fang. We didn't have Knuckles in the last game. Yeah, we didn't have Knuckles before. So. Yeah, we didn't have Knuckles in the last game, but Sonic Tails, Knuckles are the the playable trio that you that comes to mind when you think of playable Sonic characters. So yeah, we also don't have Mighty and Ray, which is unfortunate, but those two they, were dropped. Lost so. Yeah, yeah, they're they're gonna come back in about twenty years. Don't worry. Well, except for Archie, but. Archie? What? Archie oh, the comics. Not I see. A video game. I was like, I was like, who's Archie? <laughs> you know, you uh, always Archibald. You can only respond to the word comics. Archie does not like, does not split that switch. Don't don't well, you if know you say about Archie? Archie the eagle? Yeah, Archie the anteater. <laughs> Ar Archie. The yeah, dude, the iconic Sonic the Hedgehog character. Archibald. Archibald. Yeah, remember when All in the Family was in Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, do you dude, remember when you Family guys remember Matters? Jaleel was in... White? <laughs> I said Family Matters. Was Are we gonna? Oh, okay, I'm, I'm not. Never mind. Okay. okay. Sonic Drift Two has much better controls. It's a lot easier to stay in the lines. Oh, the so much better. Drift controls. button feels a lot better. I mean, the drifting but... still has that. So that, that, you like, actually have you... video. You have like video and auditory feedback when you drift. Like yeah. in, in yeah. the first game, it's hard to tell that drifting is a mechanic because. It just you makes you turn really... better and then spins you out if you hold it too long. Yeah. Uh, whereas in, in Drift 2, you actually have unique uh, like images of your dude turning as much as physically possible. Yeah, it's really cool because uh, sometimes... Well another sound effect. I think sometimes they go fully to the left or right so you can see like a yeah. sort of profile shot of your character. Which is neat. Yeah, it is, it is very cool looking as but, well. But, Charlie, what I found to help with the spinning out issue is if you just tap drift you can get pretty much all the turning that you need for everything besides a hairpin turn i can confirm that so i think what they want you to do is like drift for a little bit and then let up on the gas and then hold gas again and drift for a little bit and sort of like right. make your way around stuff like that so the other thing is uh your control uh when strafing in the the straight line sonic in the secret ring style uh is greatly increased uh, which is good, because now there's actually stuff in the road aside from the dead center, so it actually pays to want to be in other places in the road. Yeah, I actually uh, didn't like that very much. I felt that some of the stages were really? very, very dense with stuff. There's, a uh, balloon something? Balloon. Oh yeah, friggin' balloon whatever is, is a little ridiculous. Yeah, the balloon temple or whatever. Basically, there's just a bunch of stuff on the road. And it's kind of difficult. I think a lot of it just does the things that the monitors do, where it just bounces yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. It was weird. It was very confusing. The monitors don't bounce you at all. I don't know why I said that. But the balloons <laughs> have different colors, and they just do weird different things. There's also a lot more, like, power-ups in this game than there were before. There's, like, yeah. a black monitor that lets you set a trap. There's a yellow monitor that mm -hmm. gives you, like, a holdable jump. Like, you can like spend it to jump yeah so all of the monitors instead of activating their ability immediately you like hold them and then you can hit up to use them yeah uh, the same so, way you could hit up to speed up in the last game uh, yeah which, which i didn't I know like at all I, I only found out about <laughs> speeding up because i i didn't think to hit the up button after collecting Absolutely. three rings or whatever because you never get three rings in that game anyway yeah in in the first game you can press up to go fast and you don't know that because why would you ever press up 
Well, I did like, press up a little bit, but I didn't do it when I had three rings, because, like... Yeah. I and never... in the second game... Yeah. In the second game, it makes a lot more sense, because you know you have an item to consume, and you know some button has to do that, so you hit buttons until you stumble upon up, which does it, yeah. and then you will eventually find out by proxy of that that up is also the do your character's ability button as well. Yeah, it also helps that you see other characters activating these abilities. Like, you'll see Fang, like, oh, throw, yeah. like, a cork behind him, I think it is. I don't know. I just imagine that yeah. because of his Sonic the Fighter's appearance, but... It's definitely a cork. It, lo it looks like a cork. Yeah, Eggman and Knuckles do something similar. Amy can drop her hearts, and then no, I think Knuckles just punches people. Knuckles punches people? Yeah. I thought he threw a rock or something. Maybe <laughs> I, I don't was not think so. I think he punches. That's funny, I'm gonna, though. I'm gonna play his Knuckles right now and find Amy out. Amy throws a heart, Sonic speeds up, and... Uh, also, Metal Sonic quick, also speeds up. Uh, Knuckles in this game is spelled uh, K-N-U-C-L-E-S. Yeah, there's no, no, there's only no second K. Yeah, it's Knuckles. Maybe they just didn't have enough money to pay for the last letter. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a spacing issue because if you look at his the his writing, his font is like half the size of everybody else's because everybody has a much shorter name. Yeah. So they just couldn't fit the K in there, and they were like, "Hope nobody notices." Also, Knuckles' ability is that he can hop, he can jump. Oh, so maybe I, maybe computer I Knuckles. It's the same as Tails. Well, maybe computer Knuckles does something else, but it does seem like everyone yeah. kind of shares an ability with another character. Yeah. Sonic and Metal Sonic both boost. Uh, Amy Amy throws out a heart that if you touch it, then you go at half speed for a while, yeah, which I find interesting. I think Amy's the only unique one. She's the, like, outlier. Also, the, uh, like, CPU AI, the other racer AI, is a lot better in this game as well. Because now they don't just, like, hang out perfectly in the center of the road and never make mistakes. They, like, swerve around and they pick up uh, capsules and then they use them and stuff like that. Yeah, they, they feel a lot more like they're present. Yeah. The game also feels a lot more lax on... There's a system where if you hit an opponent's bumper, like, you spin out and you have to, like, get your speed again. And that was in the first game and it's in this game too, but it feels a lot more forgiving in this game, whereas in the first game you pretty much had to either be on the far sides of the road or have a spring, like, bounce you over the opponent to get ahead of them. And then they can drive through you. They don't... They don't, like, have the same physics that you do. So yeah. it felt really unfair, it was especially, but... It was especially frustrating because they were always, always in the center of the road, and so it was just difficult to avoid them. Yeah, it's so just sometimes passing them up was just, like, not something you could do very easily. Yeah, they felt, like, more like an obstacle than an opponent. But in this game, they feel much more alive, and also they can finish in different orders. There's not always yes. a set, like, first place, second place. Usually it's the same, but there are stages that are that have more curvature and don't have, like, side rails or anything to, like, keep you from falling off of the stage, kind of like the ghost houses in Mario Kart. Yeah. I, th I feel like um, that, that specific level, there's a level that's, like, in darkness. I don't know if it's a cave or, like, inside of a building or something, but it really yeah. reminded me of the ghost houses from the original Mario Kart. There's there's actually a few things that this game does to, to make levels feel distinct. So there's there's a few levels where uh, there's no like there's no grass there's no dirt area if you are off the road then you just fall and have to be picked back up. Uh, yeah, it's that's a Dark Valley about. one is is the first one that does that and that's the one yeah. that gives the ghost house vibes. Uh, but there's also some levels that have that have that road sometimes and not in other places, which is very interesting. Um, yeah, it's got like an most... F zero vibe to it. 
Yeah. Most interestingly, there's a level that, uh, like, takes place... It's, it's in the, the final cup. There's a, a level that takes place, like, around an island where you're actually driving on the water. Uh, and if you get slowed down too much, you'll fall into the water and yeah. have to be picked back out. Yeah, uh, that's really cool. That's, there was one that there it was, was very cool. There was an Emerald Hill stage that goes around a lake, and you think that there's mm -hmm. some cool map thing, but then you go next to it, and then there's like actually water on the right that you don't want to fall in. Yeah, and, and there's yeah. like a beach. Like the terrain turns into a beach. It's really nice. Also, the last cup is like it's kind of like a Rainbow Road type thing, but it leads you to the Death Egg, and you can like see it in the background yeah. as you approach. I and thought that was the, yeah, on the death egg. thing. This game. So first, is... first we gotta mention that a lot of the courses in here, instead of having three laps, it's one like very large track that is just linear. Like you yeah. start in one place and you end in another place. It beat the Mario Kart. Second eight. to last, <laughs> the second to last stage in this game, uh, is is one of those linear bits where like you find yourself driving directly into the death egg and you can see the death egg on the horizon like get closer uh which is very cool and then the final stage is inside the death egg although so it is spatially it doesn't make sense because i think it's just in the background regardless of where you are yeah it, it actually it really no doesn't. i i was i was playing through that level a second time to make sure uh, that doesn't. That level is actually very cool for a lot of reasons. The Death Egg does not appear until you're facing it. Um, well, there's a stretch of road that, that at the end is straight, and I think that's when you see it. Yeah, yeah, that's the only time that you see that. But in addition to that, but that's a why it doesn't make sense spatially, as it because you would be able to see it from a lot of other places in the level. Oh yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> but so there's there's another stretch of road which is very interesting where it's linear and it's about halfway through the through the map where you're going straight for way longer than you do normally in the game uh, and because you're in space uh, you actually just pass a bunch of planets and there's like whooshing sound effects that sound whenever you pass by one. Yeah, the uh, background in that space level is also really cool because the there are stars that are kind of in like the far background, and then there are stars that are in the foreground, and they kind of parallax differently. So it looks like you're yeah. like zooming through space because the stars move really quickly when you're turning. It's a very cool level. Yeah. Yeah. This, I also really like the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Charlie. This game, like, thankfully, it's not like the same course, but like different. It kind of takes a a Super Mario Kart approach where like you have the same basic stages, but you'll fight him different times, but it's not like the same order every time. You get to see some new ones every now and then. And then also it mixes up with uh, long stretch courses, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. they're really cool. Cause Pretty much all of the long stretch courses were enjoyable. I also, except for like I, balloon whatever. I didn't like it mechanically, but the tunnel level is really cool because it feels like you're going into tunnels and the way they do that is really neat. It uh, reminds me of like, the, uh, driving like out east or out west when you go through a couple of tunnels like at the Appalachian or Rocky Mountains. Yeah. It's just like you get to, it's always a fun moment, but then you're like a little sad when it, it's gone, but you really appreciate just being in that weird darkness. Yeah, exactly. Actually, it's got like a very fun driving vibe. I feel like this game captures yeah. driving much better than the first game did. Absolutely. Yeah, it's very... I even think... I kind of liked the the uh, tunnel level mechanically. Uh, because well, it's bits where instead of, instead of like, driving in the dirt off the road slows you down, it's like, oh yeah, you just drive, like, sort of skidding into the wall, and that slows you down. Yeah, uh, but if you but hit actually, the wall on a turn, you get kind of lodged into the wall, and it's very hard to get out, and that was what I did not like. 
Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive headfirst into a wall in a second so that I can see that experience. Because for the most part, the only issue I had was uh, the wall sometimes turns faster than you. Uh, but yeah, I found that, that if you tap drift, it sort of mitigates that issue. Yeah, this level was where I found out about drifting. Because I still hadn't been <laughs> drifting for the whole time. Because it didn't, like... Hitting the B button did not make any sense to me. Because I thought, I was like, maybe I can slow down. But it's not slow down, it's just drift. Like, you have to yeah. be holding down the accelerator and the B button at the same time to... Yeah, this is the level that teaches you, if you haven't already figured it out, it teaches you how to drift. Because, like, try hitting the wall and getting out without drifting, you can't. You, you just yeah, hit it you cannot do it. So that's that's what I didn't really like about the level, was that if you get stuck on the wall, it's... Even with the drifting, it's pretty hard to get out. It feels way more punishing than, like, even falling off the level did. I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with that, with the, like, worse than falling off the level. Because falling well, off the level takes a long time. Yeah, but you also accelerate immediately once you get dropped. Like, they put you at full That's speed. That's true. That's true. That's a fair counterpoint. Whereas with this, it's like, not only does it waste your time, but it's also not fun to get out. Like, it's kind of fun to get out of the hole, because you get back to full speed really quickly. But yeah. another cool stage thing that I wanted to talk about was there... I think there are two different stages that do this. They have, like, a half pipe, where your car will, yeah. like, be pushed even further to the side. And... Like, you can go up to the top of it and, like, fall back down the level, and I thought that was really fun to try and add to the 3D aspect of it, even though there's, like, yeah, this game is 100% 2D. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff where it's, like, you, you kind of have to use your imagination, because it's, it, it's presented in a way that's not perfect. Like, you can see through the facade, but, like, it's still fun anyway yeah. to, like, to, to try not to see through the, the facade. The 3D component of it felt like really cool, even though it definitely wasn't perfect. Yeah, I, I just I like the presentation of this game a lot more. There's a lot more unique mm -hmm. stuff. Even the balloons level, it's like annoying that there's a bunch of stuff on the road, and it's not the only level that has a bunch of obstacles on the road. But the it's uh, definitely the worst about it. Balloon well, Panic is the name of it. Yeah, that thing the, was pretty terrible. Yeah, there's also a casino style one I think where there's bumpers in the road and that one was awful. Well, see, I liked I liked Death Egg because Death Egg was like here's like an insane amount of turns in a short span of time. So you just there's like not a lot of actual obstacles in the road. You just have to be very vigilant about the direction that you're moving. Um, and I found that to be like like hectic in an exciting way, you know. What were you going to say, Charlie? Uh Oh yeah, the bumpers in a Casino Night looked like ramps, so I kept running into them. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's very it, smart. Also, the ramps <laughs> the ramps in actual levels, they, they're very clearly the ramps, you see enemies go over them. But if you take them on the side, they just like, are an obstacle. So it's really weird to try and go for them, because you always feel like you're going to get punished for it if you're not perfect. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I like this game's presentation a lot more. I think that it does a lot better work with the pseudo 3D elements. I think that the character select having every single Sonic character being playable is, in its own right, like, an important aspect of the game. Yeah. And, and they all play a little bit differently, too, which is very valuable. Yeah, like, even Metal like, Sonic and Sonic both have a boost, but I believe Metal Sonic can do his with two rings, and it lasts a little shorter, and Sonic can do his with no, three, but it lasts a little longer. It's it's the opposite. Metal Sonic takes three rings, but it and lasts And regular longer. Sonic takes two? Ah, okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember which was which, but it's neat that even though they both have a boost, there are different reasons to pick them. Absolutely. It's, it's very cool. It's also neat that, like, so Knuckles jumping, like, Tails jumping makes sense, and Knuckles jumping makes a little less sense, 
sense, but if you think about it, they both have, like, mid-air abilities. And yeah. then Eggman and Fang are both, like, mechanical-based bad guys, so it makes sense that they would drop traps and stuff. So it, even their mm -hmm. abilities are kind of cool. And Amy, I don't know, she has a heart, I guess, because... Amy, Amy has a heart because she is the girl. Yes, yeah, her yeah. position is the unfortunate. The hammer never got, like, confirmed at this point. The hammer is the best part of Amy's character, overall. Absolutely. We're getting to... We're gonna make it to advanced, though. We'll get there, Charlie, don't worry. Well, if we're gonna... We're so gonna see the hammer a lot advanced? earlier than that. When When's the first time Amy gets a hammer? It's, it's Song of the Fighters, adventure. Oh, is it the Fighters? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, it's definitely before Adventure, because the Fighters, she has a hammer. I just forget um, that Amy had a hammer before she was in redesign. Because she's still in the dress and Fighters. Also, right. like, yeah. real quick... Amy's car in this game has like is like alive. What? It has like eyes and a mouth. Like what? look look up like the official artwork for like Amy in Sonic Drift. Her car is alive. It's like the friggin' Dune buggy. What is no, that it's show like called? the it's like the car from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Kirby? Oh my god, absolutely. Well, right, That's but do you guys like. do you guys remember the like dude? What is that talking Dune buggy? Oh, it's Speed Buggy. Yeah, you know, not Herbie. That's not a Dune buggy. I no, Speed Buggy. It, it yeah, was like no, Char a, right. a Scooby-Doo ripoff. Yeah, exactly. And they and oh, they, they, they later yeah. on like converged with Scooby-Doo, right? Yeah, it was one of the new Scooby movies. The Sco that's, that's literally what the series is called. I'm not talking about like Zombie Island. It's like <laughs> no, you're not talking about the live like, action. People had like Batman, Robin had uh, the Three Stooges, and not like the real Three Stooges, like the, the cartoon, yeah. the cartoon Three Stooges. But yeah, they also had, had Phil uh, Stiller. Yeah, Don Knotts. Carlos Wasn't a wrestler Trotters. on there? Wasn't there like a big wrestler on there? Like the Undertaker there was or something? Oh. Johnny Bravo, right? There, I don't know if there was a wrestler. I mean, you know, besides like the modern WWE. Anyway. Oh anyway, my god, Sonic that's the, the one Hedgehog. where John Cena is in Scooby-Doo. That's right, John Cena was in. Anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, oh yeah, Amy's car a... does definitely have eyes. You were very correct, Charlie. Yeah. It looks cool. I like it. It looks like nice. Uh, so we actually haven't addressed the elephant in the room. No, there's no elephant. As a uh, neck is a weasel. <laughs> so we actually haven't uh, addressed the weasel in the room. Uh, Don't talk about Charlie that way. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. What do you What do you want to say? Is that go ahead? Sonic is in a car. Oh yeah. Oh, he's he's taking a vacation, dude. It's fine. He's taking it. He's <laughs> his vacation is still going fast. It's, it's just like yeah. A but like, do you think Usain Bolt fast. like do you think Usain Bolt runs to his like island? Like his are you island? telling? Okay, first of all, Usain Bolt just has an island. I don't it's know. his island. I like that idea. He also but probably also... doesn't drive there because I'd imagine the car would get wet. <laughs> Do, okay, does Usain Bolt take a vacation by going in like go karts or maybe Formula One cars? Does he drive? Like... Neither of neither of those things are in Sonic Drift. Sonic Drift has convertibles. Convertibles. <laughs> like, so everyone's think... car is a convertible. Do you think people who go fast professionally relax by going fast, like, in vehicles instead of using their feet? I mean, I'm That's sure there are NASCAR like drivers that, like, go to the track when no one's there and drive, and they like that both for practice and just for relaxation. Because people who... There are All people right. who like driving, I'd say. I don't know if you know this or not. Yeah. Oh, the other thing about Sonic Drift 2 is that there's, I think, six courses per cup. Uh, and it actually, uh, it keeps track of who wins what by attaching, like, an emerald next to their name. Um, yes, and yes. there's a different, there's a different color for each emerald that corresponds to the levels that they win. So it kind of feels like, sort of implicitly, uh, whoever wins gets a chaos emerald, like, as a result. 
I mean, I didn't interpret that as like a metaphorical badge of success. I did interpret that directly as getting an emerald for winning. Yeah, like it. <laughs> yes. Um, but so I just I just thought that was cool. Like yeah, I like it like a lot more just than putting an icon next to their name lets lets you know that you won, and also like narratively, it's like oh yeah, they get a chaos emerald. It also incentivizes you to like get first every round. Yeah, absolutely. Which is uh, nice. Un unfortunately, I have not so far successfully done that. I've gotten close. I won the. I like got second place in the last race in the cup, and I was like, screw it. Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't know if there's like a bonus or whatever. I imagine there's probably not. But another um, cool thing about the cars, I, I'm realizing this now. I'm looking at the back of the box. Is that Fang the sniper has a like floating vehicle, just like Eggman. But I think it's something that he actually rides in Sonic Triple Trouble. Yeah. The game. I'm pretty yeah. sure too. So that's really neat. Mm. And then Knuckles Knuckles has like a Jeep, which is funny to me. <laughs> yeah. And Metal Sonic gets a cool Formula One car. Yeah. They, they, their cars are like really cool. <laughs> I like them. I like this game's flavor a lot, even if the mechanics... The mechanics still aren't perfect. Like they're more serviceable, and I think that they're like a nice kind of spoon to get this game's flavor and the levels into your mouth. But other than that, like, I, th I think this game, what it really excels at is just offering you, like, a neat Sonic experience that's just more inclusive of everything in the games. Yeah. It's, like, more easy to do. I also, I also feel like while it is definitely clunky because it's a Game Gear racing game, uh, I, like, had a lot of fun just playing it. Yeah, Sonic like, 2, Sonic Drift 2, for sure. So, yeah. Sonic Drift 1, Drift I, 2. I'm less forgiving of. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... Drift 1 is harder and clunkier, and just, like, a less enjoyable... There's less flavor, uh, and, and Drift 2 is just all around a much more enjoyable experience. So, Charlie, you were really down on Drift 1, I think even more than Isaiah and I were. How did you feel about Drift 2 in general? He was better, but... I'm giving both games a thumbs down. Damn, we're already there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suck it. Alright. Was was there anything else that we wanted to say about the games before we moved on to thumbs? Uh, I just wanted to really reiterate that I think it's really cool that there's a place where you can play as kind of like every Sonic character in the franchise thus yeah, far. Yeah, that is, that is first pretty cool. One, even, it's not the last. Even like Sonic the Fighters later, you can fight Eggman, but you can't play as Eggman. Oh, yeah. 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 Same for Metal Sonic, I believe. Playing as Eggman and Metal Sonic are is like a very cool experience. Absolutely. This is the first time that you can ever play as a robot, guys. Oh yeah, that's true. There's so many robotic Sonic characters. I'm so excited. <laughs> Get hyped we, for Sonic Adventure. Anyway, we, let's... we've already met three different iterations of robotic Sonic. <laughs> that's unfortunately very true. Yeah. <laughs> I think it maybe would have been better if they stuck with one. They just kept polishing it, but. Oh no, I'm very I'm very glad about Silver Sonic. I like Metal Sonic. I don't know if Mega Sonic needed to exist. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because Mecha Sonic serves the exact same purpose that Metal Sonic does. It's just that he he looks different. Like he looks well, he difference. looks more intimidating. Freaking he Dragon definitely Ball looks Z more though. intimidating. Like I think Mecha well, Sonic looks more like he's built for destruction, whereas like Metal Sonic seems to be more just a competitor in terms of speed. Like it seems, yeah, it seems more benevolent, I guess. He's just like trying yeah. to prove he's better than Sonic as opposed to kill him, which I think is a neat yeah. little character aspect. Like, cause that that also, especially, and they they run with that in, uh, I I guess spoilers for Sonic Heroes, 
Um, <laughs> well, like... let's, I mean, let's wait on that. Because <laughs> that's a, yeah. I consider that a different character, pretty much. Yeah, I... <laughs> So, so this is just one last thing about Mecha Sonic is I was watching a ROM hack of of Sonic Three and Knuckles because I'm friggin' that guy, uh, and and they got to uh, the Mecha Sonic fight and there's a there's a bit that always strikes me is when you defeat him, like he stays on the ground but he's just like getting like electric shocks all around to show that he's damaged and there's like this electricity sound effect that plays that instead of being like high pitched is very low which always like whenever i got there always made me like uncomfortable like like yeah, all right it's... he's he's so powerful that even when he's losing he's still like he could i if i touch him wrong then i would get shocked and die like yeah and he's got this like intimidating low grumble it's sort of like the equivalent of when you see lightning but it's like red or black and it's like that's yeah. not right at all that's scarier than lightning and lightning's already scary <laughs> That's exactly, that's exactly it. But now it's like sound based, which is even cooler. Yeah. Alright, uh, so, Steven, thumbs up, thumbs down, Sonic Drift 1. I am thumbs down on Drift 1. Alright, I am, I think I'm gonna be thumbs up. Like retroactively? Like a, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, like a one millimeter upward, you know? It's like, imagine the world's shortest thumb, that's my thumb right now for Sonic Drift 1. It's okay, you're just thumbs um, up, it's fine. It's okay to be thumbs up. <laughs> well, because I think I think what it is, if you play, like, my experience, I played Sonic Drift 2, and I was like, this is great, I'm having fun. You can guess what my thumb is going to be, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, and then I go back and I play Sonic Drift 1, and I'm like, alright, this is definitely worse, but I understand it on a much better level than I did when I stopped playing it. Yeah, so I had I was more able fun. To enjoy it more. I have more fun when I learned the mechanics because two teaches you them better, like organically. Neither yeah. of the games have like a an upfront tutorial. I think this was still the days when all that information was yeah. in a manual. Yeah. Well, I think Sonic Drift Two is like surprisingly very good at teaching you how to play it. Yeah, easily. It, it teaches you how to play it super well. Yeah. Um. And Drift One mostly isn't. Which, so now on to Drift Two. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. On to two. Uh, obviously, all three of us are thumbs up, except for Charlie. Yeah, all three of us, except for Charlie. All three of us, except 100 for 100% of 66% of us are thumbs up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Charlie, what is it that, like, knocks your thumb over on this one specifically? Or I guess a better question might over. be, what could turn your... good visual. What could turn that thumbs down upside down? If it was 16 bit. <laughs> So like, so like so Sonic Drift Three for the Sega Genesis, you'd be like thumbs up. Sure. If it had Mighty and Ray in it. I, I d if it had. I don't feel in control. Like I'm going through. Like it's. I know it's like trying to simulate like you're actually driving, but I don't get the feeling, and I refuse to like believe it. Yeah, I, I can yeah. understand the like bad. It's like the bad interpretation of. Oh, I thought I said LC. An LCD game from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dropping acid in a Sonic game. It's just not even working. Yeah. Right. Things are it's, blurring. I'm being pulled in different directions. Weird. Makes it really are hard past to me. play the game. I can't tell what's happening. Actually, that's like pretty accurate. <laughs> um. Yeah, I get what you mean, Charlie. But uh, do you agree with us that like Sonic Drift 2 is it's a very much, flavorful it's game? Much better than Sonic. Okay, cool. cool. Would you yeah. say it's I the? Think... What do you think is your least hated thumbs down game so far? Ooh, that's a good question. I, guess I don't remember CD. what all I gave thumbs down for. Yeah, I'd have to say that, like, 
probably my favorite of the games I gave it a thumbs down was Chaos, because the, the real reason that we gave it a thumbs down, Isaiah and I, I think, is largely just because of the special stage mechanic for Sonic. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't feel like it suits the game very well, but I think that playing that game as Tails is fun enough that I would almost put it as a thumbs up. So I think that that's probably got to be my favorite that I've given a thumbs down so far. I genuinely don't remember what I've thumbs down and what I have not. <laughs> like... We've reached the point in the podcast where my short-term memory is going to become more and more evident, because I can no longer keep track of, like, if you remember for, for Sonic 2 or whatever, I was like, what's been your favorite game so far, right? Uh, I can no longer ask that question, because I no longer remember Sonic 2. <laughs> so, you know... I, I'm, I'm kind of useless for, for that sort of retrospective, unless I, like, go back and, and sort of play each game for a little bit to jog my memory. Yeah, well, I think that the ones you gave a thumbs down that would probably be, like, contenders for this would be Chaos, like myself, and then the yeah. first Sonic, I think, would be the two that are closest to being good games. Yeah. So you just gotta yeah. kind of pick between those two, I guess. So I do want to say that I think Steven and I might be giving Sonic Drift 2 a thumbs up because we just finished playing Sonic Drift 1 when we started Drift 2. Like, well, no, I'm giving it a thumbs up for like what it offers to a person who just really likes Sonic. Yeah, okay. Because I, th I think that the unique stages... Like I said, I think that the bad controls are an effective enough vehicle for getting you to see the cool things. Like, the Death Egg sequence is really fun. And the, like, throwing you up the wall and driving past the beach. Those are all cool experiences. And this yeah. game feels to me, like, kind of like being in a car, you know? In the, in the <laughs> yeah. smallest possible Sonic-themed way. And then that, in addition to each character having, like, unique power and each character being there. Like, just seeing all the characters on the wheel. Everything about this game, for me, it has less to do with playing it and what to do, just, like, what it offers to the player. Alright. I, I accept that. See, I because I remember I played this game when I was a kid on Sonic something collection, uh, Mega Collection, right, Charlie? It's not on Mega. It's on Mega Collection Plus, but not regular Mega Collection. Yeah. All right. Well, I I somehow played it. Well, you had Gems it Collection was... as well. It's probably Gems Collection. Well, Gems Collection. Oh, yeah. Drift Two. Yeah. That's that's, that's what I'm that's talking, what about. talking about. Drift Two. Well, because Drift Two actually or Drift One never came to America. Drift One was Japan exclusive. Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. We did not mention that at the beginning of the podcast, but it is true. Um, Drift 2 is the only of the two that came to America and well, Europe, I, thought, I believe. I thought Drift 1 might have gone to Europe. I don't know. It's it's weird how these games get released sometimes. According to uh, Wikipedia, uh, Drift 1 came to Japan and Drift 2 came to Japan, Europe, and North America. All on okay. separate dates. So, so the first Drift was, in fact, completely Japanese exclusive. Yeah. Um, but so... Uh, you know, I, I played this game as a kid, and I was like, this is lame, or whatever, uh, and I didn't give it a thought. And part of that is, as a kid, 8-bit uh, games were, like, bad to me, because <laughs> I was, like... It's funny hearing it that come from you. Time, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, because my thing is I, always, like, judge a game by its, by, like, what it is and not what it was. So I'm constantly kind of, like, giving 8-bit games a really hard time if they aren't really yeah. well-designed. Well, and I, like, you know, as a kid, I was like, judge a game by how many hours I play it before getting bored, right? <laughs> which um, is an interesting system, too. Which is is a bad system that I no longer have. Yeah, Final Fantasy know? must have been great. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I... Well, I mean, I loved any game that I wasn't terrible at, which unfortunately was very few games at the time. 
Uh, I actually loved uh, the Majora's Mask uh, bit in the like Zelda collection for the GameCube. I loved that bit. I never was able to get to the part where I could save the game. So, you know, uh, that, that yeah, but that, that game is what... so that game is so good even before that part that you don't even need to. It's really hard to appreciate having to replay it over and over though. I played um, I've played that probably five times and I like it way more than like the beginning of Wind Waker, the beginning of Twilight Princess, or the beginning of Ocarina of Time. It's definitely better than the beginning of Wind Waker, that's for sure. Oh, um, hands down, because the beginning of Wind Waker lasts for like twelve hours. Anyway, that's that's another conversation for another podcast. <laughs> um I mean but, Sonic games uh, are also notorious for their bad like second stages. That's true. Um but so uh I think like my enjoyment of this game came in large part because I had just got done playing Drift 1, and I was like, alright, this is so much better, wow, and I, like, was happier. Uh, so that might have clouded my judgment a little bit. If I had played this game in isolation, I might have a different opinion. Um, yeah, I, I, think I, that, I think that I did well enough for myself to sort of separate it from that. Because, I, like I said, I really don't think that what I like about these games has anything to do with the driving. Or, I mean, the, the <laughs> like, actual controls, I think, has nothing to do with what I like about these yeah. games. Because I really, I'm a huge fan of F-Zero, even down to the original. So I've just had that objectively better experience. I think that that game, like, yeah. the original F-Zero plays better than Mario Kart and the Sonic Drift thing and, like, any of the on-rails racing games at the time that were in arcades and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think that, like, having that under my belt, I was coming to this not even looking for, like, an interesting gameplay. <laughs> you were like, this isn't going to be F-Zero, so it would be wrong of me to judge it by that scale. Yeah, well, I, I just mean that, like, something better obviously exists already, but what this game does well is bring Sonic to that formula, I think. Yeah, and I think it does a good job of that. So, so, so Charlie, would you suggest that someone play Drip 2 even if it is a thumbs down for you? I mean, if they want to play like an okay and <laughs> I, I, I mean, Super Mario Kart's already a terrible game. Maybe I'd suggest it over that. <laughs> yeah. So here's here's where I'm at. I would rather them uh, play a lot of other Sonic games. That's true. That's fair. Here's where I'm at. This game, both of these games have a versus mode that we haven't tried, and I don't know if we could, strictly speaking. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> because we're emulating. Yeah, we could buy Game Gears. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, no. Um. But here's, here's where I'm at, is I think probably the versus mode is not going to be as fun as any as, as your average given cart uh, racing multiplayer game. But the single player experience is, like, probably above par in that regard. I think that playing this game, I think this game is better, like, in terms of the flavor than Mario Kart. Yeah. So I, I think, think it's, that it's, like Mario Kart's draw would be the multiplayer. Yeah, it's better this game is better as a Sonic game than as a multiplayer game. And that's kinda why I feel like uh, if you tried to play it as multiplayer you would find yourself not having as good of a time. Isn't well like also I don't Sonic even know games, what was that Charlie? Isn't that most Sonic games better Sonic games than multiplayer games? <laughs> well uh, yeah. yes, very much so. I don't know, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle had had pretty good multiplayer. Yeah, especially when it was playing the Chows and you just didn't touch your controller. Yeah, that's that's good multiplayer. Yeah, great multiplayer. Sorry. <laughs> Alright. But yeah, I think Any, that's... Anything else? I think that's about it. Think Is good. there anything else that we want to thumbs up, thumbs down? Uh, so Charlie, thumbs up, thumbs down, knack the weasel. Fang the sniper. <laughs> I think we up. did it last time. Thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, Mecha Sonic versus Metal Sonic. Who would, who would win? Who would uh, win in a thumbs up? Thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, cars with eyes. <laughs> 
<laughs> thumbs up. I'm thumbs up on cards with eyes. Right, I don't yeah. want them on the windshield, though. That's the worst. Oh, no. Yeah, don't put them on the windshield. Put those in the headlights, please. Wouldn't that be terrible if that was, like, an entire movie? That's... Yeah, that's... dude. I can't... And, like, Owen Wilson was in it? Wow. <laughs> exactly. Ka-chow. Can you imagine if they made two sequels to that film? Can you imagine if there was a game based on that movie that was, like, actually playable? Can you imagine them making a spin-off but with planes? Can right, you imagine clearly... that spin-off having Dane Cook as the lead voice actor? <laughs> what a world. <laughs> Alright, we gotta we gotta end this podcast right the heck now. What was his name? Rusty Clodhopper? Rusty? It du- was definitely Rusty something. It was Dusty it, it, Crop Hopper. It was Dusty <laughs> Crop Hopper? Yeah, because he's a crop dusting player. Yeah, because no, he was a race plane in the first film. <laughs> Dusty Clodhopper. He wanted to be a race plane. He wanted to be a race. Pl- okay, so here's how it goes. In, what was in his name? Musty analogy. Gobstopper. His name was <laughs> Everlasting Gobstopper. So he was a a crop Busty plane Top Dropper. What was to it? Be a race plane. So he became a race plane, and in the second movie, he was like, "Oh no, I'm a race plane," and he breaks, and then he becomes. A rescue plane because he can no longer be a race plane. Was his name Krusty Sockum Bopper? All right, I'm I'm exiting. I'm stopping recording. <laughs> oh, no, we have the to podcast. do the plug. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at no spin dash zone, and you can send us an email at uh, no spin dash zone at gmail We'd love your emails. If you send an email, it will get read unless it's objectionable content. Yeah. Like also you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash no spin dash zone. Um I am the podcast. No, you oh can... hey, Isaiah, you need a question. Oh quite oh jeez. How did I forget the question? Uh question, how did I forget? No. Uh not that one. Screw that. Um I I don't know. now now I'm feeling a lot of pressure to come up with a question. Um you got you got alright, help me out. What's a what's a question that we should ask? Charlie, would you like to take the question for this week? Take the question wheel. Uh, let's see. Where where do you want the eyes on a car to be? Where? <laughs> Headlights or windshield? Where do you want the car to be? Also, okay. so I, I, like I actually I have a question, and it's a Sonic Three question. It's not a Sonic Drift question, but here we are. I don't think I asked it in Sonic Three, and if I did, cut it out. I guess like cut out this question. I don't care. Uh, Metal Sonic or Mecha Sonic? We can do a double question super feature if you want. Double question. Put it on one poll. No, I need. You only get four <laughs> spots. I need all those spots. Yeah, but yeah, Me- Metal Sonic or Mecha Sonic? Uh, who would win? Who do you like the most? Um, I'm gonna throw Silver Sonic in there too. Oh yeah. Uh, don't throw actual Sonic in there because that's just he just. Let me throw in. Let me throw in. What is a hedgehog? That one always goes over well with the audience. That one. That one always becomes the most voted question the most voted answer it's great because it like it sounds really meme but in the original context it kind of made sense yeah <laughs> anyway all right uh, thanks for Fo- watching or listening or whatever. follow me on twitter we just, all right you know what screw it don't follow me on twitter i'm not plugging me today you can if you want to find my twitter you can deal with it check out blast labs i think <laughs> i think our twitter i think our twitter follows both you and charlie's twitter so if people like are really yeah. having a hard time finding it they can just look at that yeah, but you guys, you guys will figure it out. You're smart. Also, I hopefully I will by the time this is up have a video only piece of content on the channel that's separate from the podcast. That I think what I want to do is have a series of videos where I sort of review the backgrounds of different Sonic games. Ooh, yeah, that would be cool. So 
that uh, potentially that'll be up by now considering we record in advance but i just wanted to have something on our our channel on youtube on our youtube channel yeah that makes sense for the format so check that all out all right youtube.com slash uh no spin dash no zone. zone yeah yeah also, I think we're the first thing that shows up if you search no spin dash zone, which is nice. Oh, I certainly hope so. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that wasn't true for the first like couple of weeks, but I'm pretty sure it is now. We're the first couple things. If you got anything to say now, Charlie, do it. Eat ass. See you guys yeah, later. Charlie. I told you no political podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to thank the LAG Network for making our episodes available on platforms like iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and lots more. If you're listening on YouTube and you'd like to keep up with our episodes on one of these audio platforms, just search for the LAG Radio Network and follow their feed.